0: And we are live for episode 50 of the Panen View podcast. Yes, you've heard me say that over and over again for the past 49 episodes. And this is a landmark episode. Joining me on the show, my co-host Supratim Gupta, who is all excited. It's the Golden Jubilee episode of the Panen View. Supro, how are you feeling? How are you doing, by the way? Yeah, man, we have come a long way,
1: haven't we? Uh,
0: absolutely. We <laughs>
1: around, I, uh, around September last year and now... In almost 10 months you have to have 50 episodes, so that's a big
0: landmark for us and yeah, I'm very excited to record this episode after a long long time. And to be very honest, uh, the interlal was quite boring, the the two months are quite boring, but uh, yeah. the transfer window kind of spiced things up and uh, 45 million became 100 plus don rawl has Hi. done it again <laughs> but uh, but but let's introduce our viewers to the episode today of what we are going to discuss and we are about to discuss yeah. the premier league weekend that went by um this uh, sunday yeah. the, the big win manchester united four chelsea nil liverpool's 4-1 win over norwich manchester city's 5-0 demolition of uh, west ham uh, spurs with those yeah. two kane goals Winning 3-1 against uh, Aston Villa. And Arsenal's yeah. uh, shaky, but I can say convincing, uh, not so convincing, but solid performance there from the team to and Aubameyang's lovely finish yeah. to k- get a scrappy win. Let's get your thoughts first to Pro on the Manchester United versus um, Chelsea game. What did you think of that? Yeah, the game felt very strange because the
1: two managers aren't established managers. They are... Finding their feet in the game, and even if you look at the lineup, there were a lot of mega stars as you usually associate with United and Chelsea. But the game was very entertaining because Chelsea started very quickly. They they ran off the blocks, and Tabby Abraham took that shot which hit the post. So I thought Chelsea's attacking approach was very uh, very refreshing to watch. But then uh, again, once the game settled down, United uh, took control of the game. They caught the spaces which they exploited and. Yeah, they scored all of their goals on counter-attack, except one which was a penalty, which was also a counter-attack, but Rashford, Rashford was followed inside the walk. So, I think this is a game Lampard can learn a lot from. It, it, it's pretty clear that he's trying to replicate the pros that he applied at RB by making sure that Chelsea are attacking football, the but they cannot leave so much spaces in the midfield because teams will counter them. Today it was Manchester United, it was Manchester United, the future could be any other team, so... Uh, uh, Lampard can learn a lot from this game and, and as for Ole, I think the pressure Will go down a bit because of the transfer window They had Obviously the fans are not happy with the signings With only three signings <laughs> Granted that they are very good signings But United did more than just defenders Oh yeah. So I think the pressure, the pressure will go down A bit on Ole, he can have some breathing space And he can look forward to the next game
0: now. Oh yeah, and that is, by the way That's Wolves away So I'm really not sure about the pressure going down <laughs> 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 but but anyway and 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 chelsea have Leicester um uh, at home but uh, that gives that uh, brings me to the point you made towards the end and what did you make of harry maguire van bisaka and daniel james uh, daniel james of course scored a goal on the counter pogba setting up it setting it up brilliantly yeah. but uh, let's talk about harry maguire and van bisaka what have manchester united acquired in them yeah i think they are very
1: good signings because Clearly last season when you look at Manchester United, the right uh, right side was a big issue. Ashley Young is not a fullback, he's a winger and he just slotted in there because Valencia was not in good form and Diego Dallard is not ready for the Premier League. So Ashley Young played at right back and the fans were clearly not happy with him with his mm. performances. Mm. Even teams targeted that side so United you know, had to spend on a right back and they, I think they got a good player, Invan Bissaka, he's also pretty young but… He has family experience and he's a very good defender, 1v1. Okay. Uh, I think for a W, we had a very good game, and I think even Harry Maguire is a very good signing. Yeah. Uh, you could see that he made his presence felt well in the game, and he was very dominant aerially. He won a lot of duels, and Manchester United looked a bit more composed with him in the side. Correct. So these are these are good acquisitions, but Manchester United also lost two midfielders in uh, Herrera. Yeah. And I think they lost Fellini. in January they lost Herrera in the summer. Yeah. Uh, they sold Lukaku without replacing him. They were obviously after Paulo Dybala, but that didn't materialize. So they need. They wanted a striker. Yeah. And now the transfer window closed. They now have to rely on Anthony Marshall, on Marcus Rashford, on Daniel James, who's this is his first season in the Premier League, and yeah. even on Mason Green, Greenwood, who is just 17 years old. So there's a lot of pressure on these guys to deliver. Correct. And as far as the first game goes, they did well, but This
0: is a long season for them. Yeah, 37 games in the Premier League and a lot more in the FA Cup, EFL Cup and obviously the Europa League. And excellent points there on the uh, striking situation. Uh, These guys need to come big and they need to start firing. They did in the first match, but it's just the first match. Uh, Martial getting a goal, Rashford getting two. And um, obviously, um, we had Daniel James who was also on the score sheet, clean sheets for Maguire and... uh, uh, Van uh, Bisaka and you know the ver- a very good partnership forming there, maybe of Victor Lindelof and uh, Harry Maguire. Love love Harry Maguire, because Lindelof was uh, uh, subdued by Jose Mourinho, and he was given as the freedom by uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So yeah, let's talk about Chelsea now, and uh, uh, this is like a season of transition for them—a new manager, uh, their club yeah. legend, obviously, but the- but a guy who's just into his second year of management professionally and um, they also have a lot of youngsters there, Tammy, Abraham, Mason, Mount, uh, what do you have to yeah. say about the youngsters and uh, how much did they miss N'Golo Kante in that uh, midfield on Sunday? A lot,
1: a lot, because Chelsea's midfield looked very static, uh, I think they played three midfielders in Mason, Mount, Eugenio uh, uh, and Barkley. and Barkley is a centre-attack midfielder, he's not a centre midfielder, he couldn't control the game like a Kante yeah. And I was looking the spaces that uh, Chelsea left in the midfield. And Jorginho, uh, he's a very good passer, but he's very slow for the Premier League. So, even he couldn't impose himself. And as far as Mason Pond and Tammy Abraham, I think they had a very good game for youngsters. They t- uh, did uh, take their chances. They took good shots. They were likely. But at the end of the day, the Premier
0: League is a, a different gravy as compared to the Championship. True, and true you that. that.
1: You could see that... Uh, uh, Chelsea will as far as attack, attack goes because they don't have a replacement uh, for Tammy Abraham in case he gets injured or something. They have loaned on Morados Atletico Madrid and uh, they have lost Hazard as well. So it's a lot of a lot
0: of the attack is down to how Pulisic performs. Correct. But he hasn't got great stats. When you look at
1: his stats in Dortmund, he hasn't got. Good numbers, he's a very talented kid, no doubt about that. Yeah, he's the yeah. future for American football as well. But at the moment, Chelsea need players who can deliver consistently, who have good numbers, have experience, and obviously, the target this season is to qualify for the Champions League.
0: Yeah, and but any, with team, yeah, with this, with this team, team that
1: I look, it's look, it looks very different.
0: True, true, that and a new manager, uh, their club legend, and a lot of departures there. Um, a full fit uh, Chelsea side. How would a full fit Chelsea side look? We'll we'll have those questions somewhere in the later episode. Yeah. I have just read um, Sky Sports, and I have just received a word that Manchester City have been fined uh, three hundred and fifteen thousand um, uh, pounds for uh, yeah. for their uh, for breaching uh, some um, it's, uh, terms in the under eighteen uh, signing of, a play- of players. And some rules are tapping into something. But uh, we'll have that on a very uh, different episode. That's a different thing with Chelsea are facing the transfer ban now. And that will be a whole new point. Well, great points made there on Manchester United versus Chelsea. And uh, let's talk about the business side, business end of the table. The number one spot and the number two spot. And Liverpool and Manchester City started where they left off, isn't it? I mean, Liverpool for their one goal that they conceded and lost Alisson were uh, clinical in the first half, I should say, and Manchester City got off to a flyer final away to West Ham United. What are your thoughts on both of these games that happened?
1: Yeah, I think Liverpool-Norwich was a more watchable game as compared to Manchester City-West Ham because uh, Norwich uh, had a very brave approach at Anfield. Even their their manager said in a post-match interview that Norwich will play uh, attacking brand of football. the kind of football that... They will play at any stadium in the Premier League, no matter the opposition. So, they gave a game to Liverpool. Uh, they had they get a number of good chances in the first half in the second half as well. Because of which they caught the goal. So uh, Ideally, you, you know that Liverpool will calm them apart. Because Norwich uh, pressed high, they they kept a high block. But Liverpool are very good to call the counter. They have got three fast players up front. Even if, and Mane didn't play this game, by the way. Mane was injured. came off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine the strength that Lyub will have in their attacking front. And as far as Manchester City, uh, West Ham for that was a dead rubber. Uh, West Ham didn't uh, put any sort of, didn't give any trouble to Manchester
0: City. They carved them apart. Yeah. And a good hat trick by Rahim selling on the opening. Day. Correct. And uh, a good FPL captain to have. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Who was your captain? <laughs> mine was uh, Mo Salah and uh, uh, a a few a few things that i could have done better in fpl were to sign sterling and ashley barnes who kind of did well and i wanted to sign walker but i ended up uh, with uh, robertson and uh, that's okay that's all right (laughs) there are 37 weeks to go and which reminds me that uh, the first game this saturday is a 5 pm kickoff between arsenal versus burnley and uh, let's get let's get to um, the newcastle versus arsenal game uh, an Arsenal side where Unai Emery was restricted to a lot of uh, outside the pitch things that kept some players out <laughs> and uh, uh, some other uh, injuries and uh, late joinings but a 1-0 win three points nonetheless keeping up with the others who won uh, what did yeah. you make of that game and uh, by the way a couple of mentions here how were the performances of Gundosi, Chambers and Maitland Niles yeah I think it was a very
1: compact throw. The game. Uh, I think Newcastle did trouble us. They hit the post once as well, but you know they didn't have clear-cut chances where right? they were 1v1 with the keeper. I think we, I think we did dealt, uh, dealt well with their new strikers. We dealt well with Joe and with Miguel Almiron, their main threats up front. So, overall, I think it was a good defensive performance for Arsenal. And as far as the three players that you have mentioned, I think Gundosi ran the show for Arsenal at first. He was fantastic, he was sensational. And I think he complimented Shaka really well because Shaka could play uh,
0: from the deep because he could get on the deep and stay and and stay deep as well. Yeah. So Gondosi can run from the midfield, can, you know, carry the ball forward. Correct. So as to make
1: sure that the full backs when they all out, they get some kind of football from the midfield as well. I
0: hey. mean, Mid- Mid- was really good for the first game And even Chambers, I think he's playing for after a long, long time Yeah, 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 he played, he, joined, so he played is, Yeah, after uh, 2018 May, I
1: guess Yeah, 2018 May Yeah, so that's a really long time Yeah And I think overall he had a good game, but had he... Had you Russell scored in last year because of the aerial duel that he missed, I think the narrative
0: for his performance would have been very different. Correct. So in that case, he got
1: very lucky and you know how Arsenal fans are. So I'm yeah. happy that Arsenal won the game. Uh, this It should give a lot of confidence in the because it is an amazing result and we all know how
0: have away from home for past two season oh yeah oh yeah and just to put things Both. into persp- and to just to put things into perspective arsenal had uh, one away clean sheet in the pa- uh, only one in the past 3 yeah. years like one one every year 2017 one clean sheet away clean sheet 2018 one away clean sheet 2019 we had one and now this is the second one we already had the <laughs> the number equal to what we had last season in the away thing yeah. and uh, since we're talking about youngsters let's have your thoughts on joe willock and reese nelson because joe willock oh yeah yeah uh, i've seen was the gunner uh sp- spite some shit as usual chances created zero blah 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 uh here's your number 10 blah 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 but uh i think the p fans should get behind them you know young blood and what did what do you make of that yeah, but Joe Villog is in there to create, you
1: know. He's there to provide us energy, to provide us a bit of bite in the midfield. Oh,
0: thank you so much, man. And I was I wanted that statement eagerly. <laughs> yeah,
1: and we also saw that how he tackled the ball from Shelby and passed it on to Gundosi,
0: who gave a through. I passed it on to I'm sorry. Yeah. He chipped it on to
1: our man, yeah. uh, over it to the keeper. So you can't expect Joe Willow to create chances for you. For that, we have Mikitari, we have Matthew Gundosi, we have Grant Saka, so the fullbacks as well. So, Joe Willock's profile in this team is pretty much different. So, I don't know why people are criticizing him. And for, and I, th- I think this was his Premier League debut for Arsenal.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Reese Nelson. Yeah, uh, so for,
1: a, for a debut game, I think uh, I think Nelson played a Premier League game in the 17-18 season, this last season. Yeah. Uh, but for Joe, Willock, this was his Premier League debut, and for the debut, I think he did pretty well. So we must encourage this performances. We must encourage our young players because. We want our academy
0: players to make a name for themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm still rooting for Eddie Nketiah who uh, well, can yeah. also also make a name yeah. for himself because Arsenal clearly are missing that number three striker, uh, which Danny Welbeck has also left and Evobi has yeah. gone to Everton. So that leaves us yeah, it's uh yeah a gamble Yeah it's a gamble, I think. loan. Yeah. Yeah. If one of our strikers get injured then I think we are in
1: trouble but Let's
0: hope that they don't catch. And before we don't do it to Arsenal, Arsenal, and um, uh, we also miss out on something. Let's have your thoughts on madness—the seventy-two million pound man, Nicholas Pepe, whom uh, uh, who just came out of the blue. But he came out. Yeah. He has come to the Emirates, and uh, isn't that the winger that we've been we've missed for a long time? Big time, big time. And I
1: couldn't believe that he signed. I mean, <laughs> on the morning of Saturday. Fabriazzo Romano tweeted about it uh, that Nicolas Vidal is also joining Arsenal and I was like, okay, wow, is he is he bullshitting or is is it true? <laughs> and, after, and after a few minutes, David Onstein tweeted about it and I just jumped off my sofa I couldn't believe what I was
0: and what that, was unfolding and in then, front of my eyes yeah, yeah, and then uh, David Onstein as usual gives the final uh, you know, orgasmic uh, tweet that he does <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Or knee is something where which you see a lot on uh, WhatsApp and uh, Facebook these days after he tweets the stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Fabrizio Romano, fantastic job this uh, window reporting everything. And um, it's, yeah, been, it's, been a, it's been a fantastic window which uh, ponders the question that uh, the 45 million bu- uh, uh, budget narrative was a bullshit. And uh, yeah. there's a, there's been an excellent thread by Swiss Ramble which we will do a separate episode on. But um, Tottenham Hotspur's 3-1 winners over uh, Aston Villa. And um, we also had a couple of draws. Leicester and Wolves played out a nil-nil draw. And uh, we also had uh, Bournemouth being held by Sheffield United 1-1. Burnley uh, won 3 nil against uh, Southampton United. Uh, the Gagan pressing uh, went to... Uh, whatever disappeared somewhere, <laughs> and uh, there was some banter I could see on Facebook. But uh, yeah, let's get your thoughts on the VAR decisions that were made. Uh, how effective is the VAR going to be this uh, season?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Premier League back in its way, uh, we lost, we saw last year how many decisions uh, could have been overturned, bad decisions, offside goals, even uh, even penalties, even yellow cards. So. Uh, the, uh, the premier league clearly needs var They're, the referee refereeing standard in the premier league is not good enough it's common knowledge the quality isn't that good so we have to help the referee, uh, the referees with the var system and i think it only already took place in the uh, west ham versus City game where uh, sterling was offside by a millimeter but it but he was offside so i think it's not uh,
0: sterling gabriel jesus yeah gabriel off, jesus yeah. yeah yeah gabriel jesus was yeah. offside yeah.
1: He was by a millimeter, not by much, but he was offside. So it was a good decision. Uh, I think the teams that usually get away with it—Tottenham, uh, uh, Manchester City, even Manchester United, so they will suffer a
0: lot. And I think justice will be done. <laughs> so, so no golden boot for. Uh, I don't. I don't think I should get into all that. <laughs> this is the 50. This is the 50th episode, and uh, mind you, we have some Tottenham fans following us. So um better I uh, do a separate banter episode but uh, let's give our audience a little heads up of the weekend and we also have we also have uh, Chelsea Leicester and we have uh, United Wolves so we which also is have the super oh, oh yeah 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 I'm coming there I'm I'm coming there which is the midweek which is tomorrow night by the way Yeah and uh, it's Chelsea versus Liverpool but before that yeah so Arsenal Burnley Arsenal versus Burnley and the big game from Saturday is Manchester City versus Tottenham, which is a Saturday night game. Also, uh, you uh, if you look at Liverpool, Liverpool, uh, Supro, Liverpool's fixture. Have I missed? Yeah, uh, yeah Leo, uh, Who do Liverpool
1: play? Let me
0: check. Yeah, let me check my na- my app too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Liverpool play Southampton away from home, St. Mary's. So, Liverpool A play Liverpool B. <laughs> so, Liverpool A versus Liverpool B, we oh, sorry, um, uh, Southampton. And uh, we have City versus Tottenham which is at the Etihad, we have Arsenal Burnley which is an early kickoff, Leicester versus Chelsea which is on a Sunday and we also have Wolves versus United which is a midweek game. So that's our first midweek game for you guys. And uh, like Supro mentioned, it's the Super Cup midweek which uh, pips Liverpool versus Chelsea. Another chance for a silverware for both the clubs, Supro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, care to enlighten the viewers, who's the favourite to win this?
1: Uh, definitely Liverpool, uh, they have the, a the better team, they are a, a more balanced team, a more composed team, they are more confident than Chelsea at the moment. They are the European champions and they have a lot of stability in the club as well, with Club being there, while Chelsea have just seen their manager. So, uh, Liverpool are clear favourites, but I think Chelsea will give more fight than what they gave at Old Sunday. so mm-hmm. it should be an exciting game. Mm
0: and uh, uh, like you said cor- uh, and it's uh, correct i must say that uh, there's a lot of transition that needs to go on transition that needs to go on at chelsea and liverpool with the squad they have with the with the slick passing with the pressing with the understanding that every player has between them uh, and it's it's the same squad from last season they have integrated so well and klopp's philosophy is there to be seen now the re- the rewards are there to be seen it's going to be one yeah. hell of a super cup uh, finale, and that will be tomorrow. So, the, on the preview episode, we will be coming back on Friday uh, at the earliest after the Supercar, or maybe after the Super Cup gets over. So, that technically takes us to Friday. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. It's episode number 50. So before we go, we would like to thank everyone who's been listening to us the few handful of them who've uh, cheered us and who've motivated us to keep going and since the independence day is coming we've at the panenka view are going to announce a special series that we are starting on grassroots football also keep your eyes out on the teasers tomorrow and uh, a lot of editing that has to be done supro any final thoughts on the episode and on the weekend as a whole
1: yeah, I'm excited for the
0: weekend, man. Finally, the Premier League started. Even La Liga
1: and Syria will start this weekend. So Perfect, perfect. European yeah. football as a whole is back.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to watch uh, Eden Hazard at Real Madrid now. Oh, <laughs> correct. We also, so we will have a lot of talking points. Can Hazard replicate uh, Ronaldo? Can uh, Hazard be the new challenger to Messi's Ballon d'Or? can uh, ronaldo uh, take that champions league trophy to juventus there are so many questions that will be answered this season but it's going to be as exciting and uh, as the the nine months of roller coaster uh, joy sorrow everything and here's your host prasad signing out with co-host Supratim gupta until next time thank you so much ciao ciao bye bye